0: So yeah, just hold the microphone like towards here.
1: Okay. Down here. Okay, right here.
0: And just kind of hold it at your chest. Like
1: I'm a like I'm a jazz singer, a lounge singer. Yeah, anything, kind of. Know?
0: Because uh, I don't know if you can tell, but we are in Jory's kitchen, uh, and we're doing this thing. I have like my my I called it my uh, what I say recording studio in a bag.
1: Oh, yeah. So I got my field Sorry. recorder, a my couple ADD mics. is making me think I'm like Dino Spaboni. Remember Hey Arnold? Yeah. The lounge singer? Uh-huh. He's supposed to break
0: Sinatra. <laughs> right, yeah. So uh, you might hear some cuts in audio. Maybe not. I don't know. This could sound amazing by the time I get to editing it. So, But we'll see. I, there are other people who live here. They'll be walking in and out of the house. So I'll make sure that I will try to cut that out. Um there are dogs, hardwood floors, so also, just be on the just be on the little lookout for that because also
1: fun fact what? when we bought this house I found out later that a mailman used to live here, which is ironic because I used to be a mailman. But sometimes we hear things around the house and I am convinced we have a mailman haunting our house.
0: So here's the thing. Sorry, I did the thing where I was like, don't move around too much, and then I did it and I heard it. But um Here's the thing. It's been so long since we've done anything that the people don't know that you're no longer a mailman.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I'm no longer a mailman.
0: She had enough of that, and she said, "No, you no, what? No,
1: no, 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 hold on, bucket, I quit, I quit." I quit. Had enough of it to push me finally to the end of my rope. That I had had enough of it. So, and I was like, "Peace out, I'm out," and I express mailed myself out of there.
0: So we're we're gonna do something interesting. Um Apparently, they have shots of alcohol in chocolate.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, So, we're so, going to
0: do that before I get started, and then we're going to check back in and kind of see how we feel and see if it's hitting or not.
1: Little little backstory: Me and Josh, my boyfriend, for some of the people tuning in, or sorry to all our listeners because we're not very consistent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I bet we're trying to change that, yes, I think. Yes, we are. This is one step closer to doing that. You know...
1: We just didn't really put a whole lot of thought of two people with ADHD and major procrastination syndrome getting together and doing a podcast together. Right. You know. But hey, I guess hope to everybody else out there that are just like us. So yeah, we went to Nashville, Indiana, Brown County, really beautiful little pocket in Indiana, and my boyfriend went into a candy store and found me some Jack Daniels. Tennessee whiskey chocolate and mm-hmm. apparently the lady at the counter said it was like taking a shot of whiskey with chocolate and I'm actually really interested by what the chocolate looks like because it looks like it's got like one of those like this is like a blister pack. Yeah almost it looks mm-hmm. like a blister pack of like what you would get a pill in. Yeah, it's on gonna top explode of explode
0: a... in my mouth. <laughs> That's what she said.
1: Yeah, she did.
0: <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Uh, Your dog almost knocked my leg over, by the way. I saved it. (laughs) He was like, what's this?
1: Makoa, stop pulling his leg. All
0: right. (laughs) Mmm. Oh, yep, you're right. There's like a little pocket of uh, whiskey in there.
1: Okay. Is it good? Is it Mm -hmm. like powerful?
0: A little bit, I thought. Whoa. Mmm. Whoa.
1: I feel like those people on TikTok where they chew into the microphone.
0: ASMR, baby.
1: Yeah, and they're just like, what are you doing? Am I the only person to think that's just, like, weird?
0: On Twitch, I found this girl who licks a microphone that's, like, shaped like a ear. Why? I don't know. I think her name's Amaranth or something like that. Why is it always people that are named like that doing that kind of stuff? Well, you know why.
1: You don't ever see somebody named Cassie, like...
0: No, no, no. I mean, that's just, like, her Twitch name, though.
1: Oh, it's still weird.
0: So anyway, yeah, that was good. Did you take yours yet? Got it right now. What are you doing? I was unprepared. I didn't think there was that cool liquid. So what are you doing? Are you catching it? What did you just pop in your mouth? And bite? For those
1: of you listening, we're talking to my roommate, Alex. He apparently wasn't prepared, even though we were just describing.
0: <laughs> you didn't warn me. That, that is dangerously good. Heard that before. Yeah, no, that seriously is. Well, you heard it here, folks. What you up to? From Strange Heartland,
1: we approve Jack Daniel's Tennessee Whiskey
0: Chocolate. But anyway, we're going to be talking about the Michigan Dog Man.
1: This is so weird doing this here. Sorry, guys. We're going to get to the story, but just if you could see what I'm seeing as my roommates are reacting to me, because the one that's lived with us the longest has never, I don't think ever seen me record ever, Period. That's okay, he's a good sport. I don't know if you saw my TikTok I made last night with the Stranger Things pizza. I roped him in to act like the Stoner Pizza Delivery Boy.
0: Oh hell yeah, Argyle?
1: Yeah. Alright, so uh tell me a tale.
0: So we Michael. are as the dogs are fighting in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um I'm I'm sorry guys. There might be some unneeded audio effects tonight. Oh well, As I have a puppy. It'll be fine. That's only about 14 weeks old and he just loves to wrestle with our very older Boston Terrier.
0: So we're talking about the Michigan Dogman. Michigan Dogman. All right. To set to set the stage. 1887, Wexford County in northwest Michigan, near the Manistee River. Two lumberjacks saw a creature that they described as having a man's body and a dog's head. This was the first reported sighting of what is now known as the Michigan Dogman. Since those early reports coming out of lumber camps in the late 1800s, hundreds of Michiganders have reported seeing this beast. With that said, roll the theme music. A little bit about werewolves because I think we're kind of talking about werewolves. I think we're both in the camp that this is Teen Wolf, Team Team Werewolf, Team <laughs> Jacob.
1: You ever watch that show from the '80s? Like not the one they remade, but like the OG, like Teen Wolf. Uh,
0: no, I had no idea that that was, was it. A
1: movie or was it a show? I don't. I don't know.
0: I didn't even know that that was a. I thought it was like an original thing that just came out not too long ago. No,
1: oh. it was from the '80s. It was a reboot.
0: Oh, reboot. So the earliest known example of a man-to-wolf transformation is found actually in the Epic of Gilgamesh, and that was from around 2100 BC. What's a Gilgamesh? The Gilgamesh was like the first ever recorded epic, you know what I mean? Like a first ever recorded uh, literary thing that was kind of put into like a book, like book form. Your dogs are fucking terrorizing <laughs> my leg. I took my leg off because of what we're sitting on is a little weird for it, so I got it like propped up and the dogs are just like so interested in it. But the Okay, Epic so
1: Gilgamesh Gil- Mi- is basically the like...
0: Epic the Epic of Gilgamesh is oh, a work of literature and it's one of the oldest known works of literature in human okay. civilization. Okay. okay, that makes sense. All right. And so that kind of, they, they date that back to 2100 BC. But the werewolf that we know now appeared around 425 BC when Greek historian Herodotus described a nomadic tribe of magical men from a part of what is now modern-day Russia called Scythia, and these men would turn into wolf shapes for several days of the year. That's kind of cool. Like when you think about like, I don't know, the planet and like what a country is now, and mm-hmm. then, like it wasn't always that. Like part of like Persian Empire. Like if you think about like different empires like throughout history and stuff like that, and like what different.
1: I don't know. You're saying countries... werewolves, and I'm thinking Russia, and it's like hmm, that well, okay, makes okay.
0: Sense. So like. It was the Greek, right? And then, yeah, werewolves in modern-day Russia. So these tales eventually made their way into Greek mythology when Lycaon angered Zeus when he served him a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. As punishment, Zeus turned Lycaon and his sons into wolves.
1: Okay, hold hold on, hold on. What? Hold on. So somebody fed Zeus... A sacrificed boy.
0: Yeah, and it went against whatever sort of sacrificial rite Zeus wanted at the time. Whatever okay. that happened to be. Whatever it was, Uh, sacrificed boy angered Zeus, and I, I don't know. I
1: mean, that would anger bo- me, too. Why would anybody want to bring you that?
0: Right, so... Uh, well, I mean, you know, the Greek gods and Roman gods, they you needed sacrifices, You know, and a lot of Mayan gods and stuff like that, so... Got it. Uh, Soon, tales of werewolves made their way across Europe and eventually is seen in early Nordic folklore. For example, the Saga of Volsung tells the story of a father and son who discovered wolf pelts that had the power to turn them into wolves for ten days at a time.
1: Is it Nordic, like Vikings?
0: Yep, exactly. Okay. okay. Exactly.
1: I know, my dogs are just psychos.
0: It's got two little dogs. I've got two bigger dogs.
1: Uh, th- yeah, and equally, they're all crackheads. They're freaking <laughs> nuts.
0: It's been a long time since I had a little dog, and little dog noises are the, the funniest.
1: Thing. Oh, yeah. Back on track.
0: So the saga uh, sag- of oh. <laughs> <laughs> the saga of the... Volsungs tells the story of a father and son who discovered wolf pelts that had the power to turn them into wolves for 10 days at a time. They went on a killing rampage in the forest and was only ended when the father attacked his own son, causing a lethal wound. But it was in France in the 1700s that werewolves really started to catch fire. From 1764 to 1767. By fire, do you just
1: mean by popularity? Yeah. <laughs> so
0: like, okay, so like more uh, reports of like, yeah. a, uh, I think a werewolf is a yeah. problem. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's just the wording back in the day. Yeah, they caught fire. But then you think about today. No, no, no. Well, that's a lit I,
0: moon. I, I, when I wrote this, I didn't know like what else to put here really. So I mean, like it was just like people started blaming more things on this creature, this mythological creature that so far has been reported by uh, mankind since 2100 BC, so that's a long time. Yeah. That something has kind of continued to pop up.
1: Okay, so I have another question. Yeah. Sorry, I got all the questions. Yeah. So-
0: I mean, I I can try to answer it, but I am no... I'm not a... I don't know.
1: I don't know. Maybe expert. maybe maybe Werewolf in your expert. research you might have found it. It's really more based off so in the beginning you said that uh werewolves were one of the most like they were the first it was derived like reported thing was the scripture, the book or whatever that was written about it. Is that just werewolves or was that like Bigfoot like No, I,
0: I mean there were a bunch of different tests that they uh, that the protagonist had to and the protagonist had to endure
1: mm mm-hmm. to... So is it like a catalogue of cryptids? Or is it just the
0: epic of Gilgamesh? Yeah. Do you know what the Odyssey is? Yeah. It's like that. Oh okay. Yeah. It's like that but So Cyclops older. and Yeah. Well like way older. So like he's got different things of his Odyssey is loosely
1: based around one of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah, so like those early things, like you're gonna find like it's really interesting because you'll find that a lot of different civilizations have stories of creation stories of like a big flood and all this other stuff, and that pops up throughout human different human civilizations. Well, I'm sure that's where a lot of
1: folklore has been derived from, because basically folklore is just more exaggerated adaptations.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Come on down. I feel like a talk show. I know. (laughs) Come on down. You're the next contestant on Strange Heartland. What do you got for me, Johnny?
1: Bring out the dancing skeletons. Pick from one of the mystery boxes. Get the hand and you're out of (laughs) here.
0: So, yeah. So, 1764 to 1767, there were 610 attacks resulting in 500 deaths and 49 injuries. Jesus,
1: 45, Or er, sorry, 500 and 49.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like-
1: Why is my first thought, like, what would OSHA do? Like flagging on OSHA a worksite if like a werewolf <laughs> came in?
0: 98 of the victims were partially eaten, suggesting that this was done for sport and not survival.
1: Partially? So what I'm hearing is werewolves are not all in kind of creatures.
0: Right, so like it, they hunted for sport; it wasn't mm. for survival
1: or hors d'oeuvres. Maybe like humans are just the hors d'oeuvres, or where yeah, they start. Yeah, so at.
0: like they showed, like it's for intelligence. Like there's a, there's a uh, certain amount of intelligence to it.
1: It's gonna be really interesting if you have anything. I'm curious to know later in your notes if you have anything like where Little Red Riding Hood came from <laughs> no, and how. Oh, I don't it. have anything
0: <laughs> like that. But maybe I should look something like that.
1: Up. <clears throat> I'm just saying, werewolf. Somebody had to go like way back in the day, folklore. Like, I'm going to write this little uh, little yeah. story here in the Brothers Grimm, and now we have like 50 million adaptations of you know Little Red Riding Hood. Like, we have the Amanda, what's her name from Mean Girls, where she's in that movie.
0: What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who?
1: Oh, my God. She's the girl that uh, she plays the stupid one in Mean Girls, where she's like, my boobs can can predict the weather. I have a psychic (sighs) ability. And she was in a 2000s movie. Now I want to look it up like waiting music, but like gimmicky, like uh, not like that. Did we just like turn into like Jimmy Fallon's like (laughs) The Tonight Show? (laughs) When would you get that? That's a cool little thing.
0: This? Yeah. You don't remember when I got this? No. I got this. Um, I tell the folks what we're talking about. Uh, we're, we're looking at my field recorder, <clears throat> and I bought this before everything went down, before I got sick.
1: Oh, you got it when we were actually going to go meet that guy to go Bigfoot hunting.
0: Exactly. Yep. Yep, I sure did. Because we wanted to record some other folks that were there who had experiences.
1: Okay. Okay. Question, mm-hmm. or answer to what I was looking for. Uh, the movie was Red Riding Hood from 2011. Fun fact, the year I graduated. And it had Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried? I'm terrible with pronouncing last names. But uh, actually, it was a pretty good movie. Um, it was a good twist on Red Riding Hood. And I uh, liked it. It also, uh, For You, Twilight... Listeners out there, it had the dad from Twilight in it. Charlie. Charlie. Had good old Charlie in it. Yeah. But it was a pretty good movie.
0: Amanda Seafried is what you're...
1: Seafried, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, cool. What did I and say, Seyfried? Movie... <laughs> and she was in what movie that we were trying to connect? Teen uh, Wolf. No. Oh, wait. Red Riding Hood. <laughs> Red Riding Hood, but there was something else where you were like...
1: I can look up Teen Wolf from the 80s and...
0: Why is what's the whole? I'm gonna kick myself in the ass when I listen to this again, and I'm like, what is the whole? Why are we talking about her in the first place? Because werewolves. What about werewolves and Amanda Seafried?
1: She's in a movie called Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Do you not know the tale of Little Red Riding Hood and the
0: wolf? No, I do. Okay, I do. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right, never yeah. mind. Let's just. Let's but in just...
1: that one, it's like more like werewolfy.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Watch some television, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, oh, another thing that I found while I was going through the OneDrive that you never go through, um, I found uh, a, sh- a show close. someone one that I wrote up that's actually pretty good. Oh. <laughs> so, you're going to hear that. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, and uh, here, um, sorry guys. I'm really good at getting uh, Mike sidetracked because when I do my side of things, I already have all my fun facts put in. Uh, so, Teen Wolf was originally... A movie from 1985, um, current day, where Stranger Things... Actually, no, Stranger Things kicked off in 1986 in the new season. Anyway, I digress. It's an hour long and 31 minutes, and the person who played in Teen Wolf was Michael J. Fox himself, Marty McFly.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I knew about the movie.
1: Hmm. And the reboot that was the TV series was in 2011. It was based
0: off of the movie? I didn't yeah. realize that it was based off of the movie. was based off,
1: of off movie. the movie, and it had the guy from uh, Maze Runner. Ah. So, you know, I love how I just connected everything. Little Red Riding Hood, year 2011. Yeah. Teen Wolf, 1985. Oh, my God. Goes back to the reboot of Teen Wolf, same yeah. year, 2011.
0: You solved it.
1: I solved it. <laughs> if only I could solve world <laughs> hunger.
0: So, yeah. Alright, anyway, Uh, back to your notes. Okay, so where we were- Okay, so, um, yeah, so 98 of the victims were partially eaten, suggesting that this was done for sport and not survival. The beast was generally described as a wolf-like canine with a tail, lean frame, capable of taking great strides. It was said to be the size of a calf, a cow, or in some cases, a horse. It had an elongated head similar to that of the greyhound, with a flattened snout, pointed ears, and a wide mouth sitting atop a broad chest. The beast's tail was also reported to have been notably longer than a wolf's with a prominent tuft at the end. The beast's fur was described as tawny or russet in color, but its back was streaked with black and a white heart-shaped pattern was noted on its underbelly. It got so bad that King Louis XV sent like 1,300 troops disguised as women and children to lure the beast out. And when that didn't work, he hired two professional wolf hunters. 1,300 men didn't work, but these two guys, they'll get it.
1: okay. Sounds like uh, so union it, work there.
0: So it became such a problem that the king of the country was involved. And he sent like 1,300 troops to this village. Because so many people were being absolutely mauled by something. So that's how... Can like, you
1: imagine, instead of going through COVID this past year, it was just a werewolf?
0: Like werewolves were coming through? Just
1: coming through, <laughs> taking everybody out.
0: Eventually, the beast was slayed by John Chastel. With what, you ask? A silver bullet, made from a melted-down Virgin Mary metal. So that's where we get the whole silver bullet thing. Silver, I
1: was going to say, where is this like the kills, OG, uh, like where we get... Get this, man. Your leg is just... Bro,
0: can you guys not do it right here? You guys are freaking me out. Maybe they want to wear it. I mean, it's it's going to scare the shit out of them when it falls <laughs> on this floor, because it's loud.
1: That's interesting, though, because, yeah, even from a little kid, any kind of horror movie with werewolf, it's always, you know... Do
0: you just... remember Silver Bullet? Did you ever watch that? Uh-uh. It's got Gary Busey in it, and he plays the, like, oh, uh, he plays, like, the fun uncle, right? And Marty, it, he... He gets hit by a car and he becomes paralyzed.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Are we? Is this a different guy playing Marty? Because yeah, Marty so from... Marty
0: is actually Corey uh, Haim from oh, the okay. '80s. You know, like all those '80s. Your dog is pulling on me. <laughs> <laughs> that puppy.
1: Sorry, I'm I'm connecting everything because you're like, you know, Marty gets hit by a car, and uh, I'm like, I mean,
0: we're talking Marty okay, McFly are, yeah, does yeah, yeah, yeah. get hit by a. No, car. no, no, no. Okay, so let me. Okay, so the main character's name is Marty. Okay, I think. I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh, guess what?
0: Can you look it up for me? Same
1: year, 1985, hour, 35 minutes. Silver Bullet? Silver Bullet, same year as Teen Wolf. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 85 was obviously Year of the Werewolf.
1: And Gary Busey is, uh, for some of you who don't know, is from Dumb and Dumber, right?
0: (laughs) No? (laughs) Absolutely not, (laughs) Oh, what no. the fuck uh, don't, come, okay. don't come don't no, come tell me no, 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 no. that that doesn't look well this first page. of all that is jeff daniels are you even looking up the right person yeah that's jeff daniels that you're looking at in a little video i
1: wonder if he's in the movie too
0: they might be in a different movie where jeff daniels has a funny looking face going on i don't know but that was jeff daniels you're correct
1: <laughs> but it's in the Just, trailer it's the trailer for the movie. Up. Just look
0: it up. Okay. Just look, Silver Bullet, 1985. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Okay. All
1: right. In a small town, here, brutal right killings.
0: Put it right here, so we can watch it.
1: Oh, we're gonna react to the preview.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I want to react
1: doing. to the Teen Wolf preview because I'm was... fine. We
0: can do that. Okay. <laughs> but let's do Silver Bullet because Silver Bullet is so good. You gotta turn the sound up so we can hear it.
1: Well, let me. I'm getting there.
0: Look, at you. we're already thirty seconds in, dude.
1: Come on, I gotta go back.
0: Oh my god. This isn't the. This can't be the true. Okay.
1: Yeah, on silver
0: bullet okay all right now I'm blu ray let's get it. I love horror movies in the eighties, like the themes so cheesy I love it like- I love sense stuff whenever the moon was full hell yeah. Oh, he's going to get it for sure. (laughs) Look at those dogs.
1: I love how it's always the same narrator for every movie from the 80s. Yeah.
0: Well, they literally had like two guys that they used. He had to be stopped. stopped.
1: We should have a side podcast where we just review old horror movies.
0: I was actually thinking about Making a YouTube video, a uh, like YouTube channel where literally we watch shitty movies and just react <gasps> while we're. We could
1: be our own Mystery Science 3000.
0: <laughs> uh, no, exactly. Yeah. I've met two of those guys. Have you really?
1: Yeah. I met them at the Elkhart Theater. I have a signed poster by them.
0: Yeah. Actually, let's do Let's start that because I want to do that anyway. You're here first, folks.
1: New idea. Oh, see? That was the guy. That was him. Did you see that? Can you go back? Yeah, I'm going to go back.
0: Because... I didn't know it was a
1: Stephen King movie.
0: Gary Busey looks fucking... What is happening now? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I hear, like, a St. Jude kid, and that makes me sad. Jumping juice? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah.
1: He is in there. He may not be, like, yeah, a okay, headlining yeah, yeah. guy.
0: No, no, no. That... He just looks like Jeff Daniels there. That That's just a weird...
1: Okay, so you can't get mad at me because that did look anyway, like Jeff Daniels.
0: Okay, is is okay. Corey Haim's name Marty? Okay. That's the whole thing. Okay. That's the whole thing we're talking about here. Marty. Marty? Yeah, okay. Marty Cosslaw. Gary Gary Busey is Uncle Red. Yep, that's right. And then, yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, so Silver Bullet is fucking sick.
1: Okay, Teen Wolf real quick and then we'll get back on track All right, about...
0: Yeah. We're going to compare the two. Which one do you had a better trailer?
1: Teen well,
0: Wolf, now on Blu-ray.
1: I will say, Silver Bullet doesn't look as cheesy as Teen Wolf.
0: Um, well, I mean, yeah, Teen Wolf was definitely, like, a comedy, so... Yeah. Right. But I wonder if we can tell, like, from the... Oh.
1: oh, nope. Already way different. We got some groovy music.
0: I am... Yeah, I think Teen Wolf has the edge in the uh, budget for trailer.
1: Yeah, where the other one was like, on Halloween
0: night, Yeah,
1: one wolf.
0: They spent their whole budget on making that scary.
1: I feel like oh. Silver Bullet is more like um, Friday the 13th and where their budget was at.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, he's getting his chompers in. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. The so, fact that it's
0: genetic is kind of funny to me.
1: <laughs> so Michael Fox's character looks like he went and got his costume from Walmart right. and is a werewolf. And then there's another werewolf. But it looks more like a gremlin <laughs> oh, no, it looks like Gizmo <laughs> yeah. kind yeah. of <laughs> yeah. trying to be a werewolf. Uh, Just go and watch the Teen Wolf preview and look at the, I think it's a teacher supposed to be a werewolf. Genetically, I don't know. I've never seen this movie, but it, it kind
0: of- oh, this is dead.
1: Oh, well, it looks like yeah. Gizmo grown up. You've never seen Teen Wolf? I've never watched Teen Wolf. Oh,
0: no. It's all about acceptance, man.
1: Oh. It was well, ahead yeah. of its time. Yeah, Heck, yeah. All about some acceptance. That's a good month for it. Happy Pride.
0: Pride Month, babe.
1: Yeah. This is the snippets I saw. Like, he's flipping, doing. There's something different about you yeah, this There's a whole freaking mane of hair. I feel like wow. they were kind of going. This reminds me of an '80s version of The Mask, almost. Yeah, but he's a werewolf.
0: Dude, Michael J. Fox was oh. so Ooh. over in the fucking '80s, mid '80s, dude. He was so uh, over.
1: And dude. it's so crazy because people used to think he was a he was an asshole. Really? Yeah. So for some of our younger viewers who don't know who Michael J. Fox is, very popular, got popular from Back to the Future. But uh, he's got what's called Parkinson's disease. Mm. And even when he was on... What was the show that he was on in the 80s? Spen,
0: sp- uh, uh,
1: growing, was growing, growing Pains. pains. Um, he would take so long like in the dressing room and people thought he was just like being a diva and it was actually he was trying to calm himself down. So
0: he's always had it.
1: from his, Yeah, he had it at, got it at a young age.
0: Mm, I didn't know that. <sighs> but anyway, I, I would say that uh, Teen Wolf had definitely had a better... Oh, yeah. Well, more well-produced trailer
1: definitely have to move on from michael j fox because i am a huge back to the future fan and i, can't I just don't like can't werewolf
0: check. films in general dude. yeah i think they're kind of underrated honestly they're okay real
1: quick favorite 80s horror movie go
0: um it has to be halloween 4
1: halloween 4 why yeah. halloween 4 out of all the halloweens
0: um from the 80s i don't know i just watched a lot mm-hmm. as a kid growing up i just up. love the 80s 80s were all right <laughs> For a long time I hated the 80s, like anything from the 80s, like I hated it. I thought I was stupid. Really? Yeah. And like the music, the I don't know. What I don't know. Compared was to today
1: there's just so much creativity.
0: Within the last with people 10 working years, with less within the last 10 years, my view on the 80s as like uh, okay. how a like, cultural prevalence.
1: I find that really interesting based off the music that you listen to. So how do you feel about the 70s?
0: Oh, I love the 70s more than the 80s for sure.
1: Okay. I was going to yeah. say, I feel like you're more of a 70s guy definitely because I'm you're definitely a Hall and Oates guy. Oats guy like, I'm for definitely sure.
0: a Hall and Oates guy. I'm a Hall and Oates guy and I'll say that all day long to anybody. Mm-hmm. Any random person who walks in this room right now, I don't care who they are, they're going to find out. That I'm a Hollow Notes guy.
1: <laughs> My dad has uh, carrier pigeons, both named Hollow uh, Notes. Who was that? That was Alex. Oh. Okay. Moving on back to your notes. Hope you so, all enjoyed the banter.
0: So, obviously, uh, a lot of those French folks made their way over to the United States around the same time. And this whole area uh, was uh, the French uh, had, like, they claimed it as their territory. Okay. Um,
1: Sounds like a very French thing to do.
0: Yeah, so like, you know how like um, here locally, like we have the Navarre, Mm -hmm. like that's a French explorer, and um, Lafayette. Mm -hmm. Uh, The whole thing about like South Bend getting its name is that the French explorer stopped here at the South Bend of the river. Oh, okay. And set up a, a trading post. With the Potawatomi Native Americans, gotcha, and a uh, fur trading, and so that's how South Bend got started. Gotcha.
1: Okay, yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. I learn something new every day.
0: Yes. So, um, so yeah, uh, obviously they kind of settled here and started settling in the territory, and um, they came across various Native American tribes throughout the region who all had. A similar um, mythological creature in their history. Oh, okay. So it's kind of interesting that, like, you have worlds apart, you know, basically the the same kind of thing showing up and terrorizing. I think it'd be really
1: cool whether we do it as a bonus episode or just another episode. I think it'd be really cool if we uh, just did an episode where we just do a history, like, just a straight history timeline of when the first reported, like, mythical creature. Mm-hmm. Like all cryptids was cited till current day.
0: So yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, that would be. I so think that'd dope. be really interesting. So, but as they came to the upper Midwest area of Michigan, Wisconsin, etc., they found that the Native Americans they were trading with also had these stories of werewolves, men that would turn into the shape of wolves and other beasts. A French fur trader's diary from 1804 told of an encounter with a loop guru. A loup garou, uh which translated from French, is werewolf. Like, that's the translation.
1: Hmm. So that's the word in in French?
0: Yeah, and that popped up ah,
1: in Ah, it's a loup de guru.
0: A loup de gourou. A loup-de-grou. Loup-de-grou. loup de
1: It's a loup-de-grou. And so
0: that popped up in a French fur trader... I don't know why I sound more trader. Italian. <laughs> I don't know why either. <laughs> that popped up in a French fur trader's diary from 1804. A letter from 1857 described a creature that stood upright like a man, yet bore the countenance of a gray wolf. So, uh,
1: do you ever think Greyhound, like the bus company, was ever debate like Grey Wolf, Greyhound, Grey Wolf? Definitely, Greyhound. I
0: don't think they ever had the debate. Oh, okay, <laughs> ever had that debate? I don't think they ever. Hear.
1: That would have been Dory Seekers if she was on
0: the board. <laughs> so obviously, since like the 1800s, um, there. I mean, this is just part of. The culture part of people who live out in the wild and they come across weird stuff like this. So it's in the Michigan sort of subculture, like, you know, in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. OK, so on April 1st, as an April 1st, April Fool's joke, in 1987, Steve Cook, a DJ at a radio station in Traverse City, Michigan, WTCM, made a song all about these encounters called The Legend. And soon their radio station was being flooded with calls from people who had seen the Michigan Dog Man. One call they received was from an elderly man named Robert Fortney who said that he was attacked by five wild dogs in 1938. Oh man. And and one of them walked on two legs. He kept it a secret for nearly 50 years.
1: You sure he didn't just stu- oh wait that was 1948. There never mind. That doesn't work with the timeline.
0: 1938.
1: I was going to be like, "Do you think he just stumbled on to the music video set of Thriller?" And I was like, "No, nope, he said 1948." Mm-hmm.
0: Or like stumbled into any sort of furry con right now?
1: <laughs> My brother's so. getting ready to go to one of those. Oh yeah? Yeah. Locally here? No. Um he's actually going to um
0: Pittsburgh. I forgot that he would like that.
1: He's going for Pittsburgh. My dad is driving him, but my mom and I are actually going to leave a day early because she is not going, but we are going to drive to Philly together because we're going to go to the Harry Potter experience at the Franklin Institute and then I'll drop her back at Pittsburgh with my dad and brother before I come back home. Philly! Philly! Not born and raised.
0: I made it up completely from my own imagination as an April Fool's prank for the radio and stumbled my way to a legend that goes all the way back to Native American times. Steve Cook told Skeptoid.com in the article wag the dog man Cook maintains his skepticism about the possibility of a real dog man. He had to say this about the matter I'm tremendously skeptical because I've sort of seen the way folklore becomes built from the creation of this song to what it's turned into But I do believe people who think they saw something really did see something and I think the Dogman provides them an avenue to explain what they couldn't explain for themselves, Steve Cook. Skeptoid.com in the article, Wag the Dogman.
1: It's just curious, why is it always that things like this happen with radio? Because it kind of reminds me of... Wasn't it in 1948 where the guy was reading the, uh, War, War of the Worlds. Worlds? Yeah. And people were freaking out? Yeah. It's like the second time I've heard somebody like do something on radio where it was a prank, and then all That's of a awesome. sudden it became yeah. like serious.
0: Yeah. I, well, I
1: mean, the War of the Worlds thing was not awesome because were people like cool. actually like throwing themselves off the building thinking the world was ending? Like, remember reading somewhere that people were like panicking. And then another fun fact for all of our uh, 90s connoisseurs out there, um, they actually did a episode of Hey Arnold based off of that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I want to get a close up of this so you guys can hear.
1: Oh, the dog wrestling match that's going on the floor beneath us.
0: Uh, Thank you very much, dog. (laughs) What's the dog's name? Miko. Makoa. Makoa.
1: For any of you who play the game, Makoa.
0: Yeah, you I downloaded that and haven't played it. You, Missy, haven't been on Steam and uh, and Discord and like, That's because forever, I've been, dude.
1: like, working out and running and, like, getting my life What's together. What's that got
0: to do with playing games? You can do that at night. You can play games at night, dog. I've
1: been, like, running, like, marathons and shit. That makes you tired.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that for a second.
1: Okay, not marathons. 5K. I've done two 5Ks now.
0: Yeah, so which one did you do recently?
1: Uh, the first one I did was Girls on the Run, which is a non-for-profit that uh, supports young girls by forming small running clubs around the local community it's supposed to help with like their self confidence which was really fun yeah people dressed up as unicorns and throwing sparkly crap all over the place Um, the big one that my best friend and I just did, um, apparently people actually like travel all over the country.
0: Untied my shoe. I just had to say that. (laughs) Oh my
1: God. He loves shoelaces. Dude,
0: it's going nuts Um, on my shoelace. So, but anyway, yeah.
1: So just a little reminder for all of our, our followers and our listeners. Uh, we live here in, uh, Notre Dame land, touchdown Jesus, South Bend, Indiana. I live in Elkhart, but, uh, I participated in what is called the sunburst, uh, and they do a 5K, an untimed walk, walking 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon run. It's a big deal here, and uh, I just participated in the 5K. And me and my best friend, we made tutus and shirts, and we we dressed up as Starburst because mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I want to be a Starburst for the sunburst.
0: Now, what is that? What is the sunburst? Uh... They provide it's a charity for I know it has some Beacons Beacons or
1: Beacon, the children's wing at Beacon. Yeah. 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 So. Yep, really good. Yeah. It was fun. Had a blast. A lot of people really liked our costumes. The only thing I wish I would not have missed out on, I wish they would have still been out there for the five K.
0: Was there a uh like you had to pay it uh entry fee? It
1: was thirty five bucks, but you get okay. like we got a really good quality shirt and this is the first year yeah. they gave medals out. They never That's gave awesome. medals out before to all yeah. participants. It was only to people who like yeah um fun fact and then we'll get back on track but i just read on the sunburst page that uh there was a group of people that dressed up and did a theme on their yard to support the 10k people and Mm -hmm. uh, they did a happy gilmore and they had a guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a golfer costume and two people (laughs) and i was like ah i thought it was so cool to see that's
0: cool but yeah so thanks for doing that because uh i don't know if you know this or not but the cancer that I had uh-huh. is prevalent It is is a prevalent uh type of cancer that kids get. Oh like kids usually get okay. it. so what you do what you did helps out people who are suffering from the same shit that I did. That's so awesome. I appreciate that. But so uh getting back to it, um uh so this is a story that I found online from um somebody who lived in Big Rapids, Michigan. In 1961,
1: Big Rapids or Grand Rapids? Big Rapids. Big Rapids. Big
0: Rapids. That's
1: interesting. Never heard of that before.
0: And so it goes like this. When I was a boy, my father was the night watchman at a manufacturing plant located in the rural area between Big Rapids and Chippewa Lake, Michigan. Our house, which if I remember right was a perk of the night watchman job, was across the street from the factory. The plant building was right next to a large wilderness area of state land. At that time it was simply known as the Haymarsh, but now it is officially known as the Haymarsh State Game Area. We didn't understand it at the time, but Dad was always very skittish about letting us play outside after dark. He would sometimes talk about hearing coyotes or bears roaming around in the Haymarsh when he was walking the perimeter of the building at night. One night in summer of 1961, Dad walked to the house to sit on the porch and have a cup of coffee and a sweet roll. He had a pretty good view of the entire plant property. He saw some movement near a chain link fence behind the building. This was approximately 3 AM, so he felt quite sure this person wasn't there by accident. He drew his gun and watched for a few minutes. That's when he noticed that this was not a person at all, but something much taller. He said it appeared to be covered in brown slash gray fur. It had very broad shoulders and a powerful chest. It alternated between walking on four legs, then standing up on two. He said it seemed to be looking for something along the driveway. He said later he couldn't quite believe what he was seeing. He quietly moved into the house and grabbed his Kodak Signet 35mm camera, which was his pride and joy. At this point, I should mention that Dad was quite a photography buff. His father had owned one of the first camera stores in Ohio, and Dad got the shutterbug from Grandpa. That was a little side note, but it was kind of nice, so I decided to read it. Yeah. As he stepped back into the front porch, the creature slowly moved along the driveway, directly under the lights. He adjusted the camera shutter for a long expo- exposure, held it as still as he could. He said he was shaking pretty bad by then, and snapped a picture. It goes on to say that he enclosed a print of it in the letter, and they sent it off, and yada yada yada. And so, uh, I did not see the picture, but I thought that was kind of a cool story, yeah, so no. I to include it.
1: A little cool snippet, kind of gave me chills. I was like, "Oh God!" Like how he was nervous, like holding down the exposure and everything. Right. Yeah. Like I. I'm even just getting more chills thinking about if we did find the picture, like what it looked
0: like. So check this out. Okay, so now we're moving to Reed City in 1993. The area around Reed City, Michigan, has been a hotbed of dogman activity. This report details an event that occurred nearly 20 years ago. Well, actually, uh, 30 years ago now at this point. But the witness remembers it like it was yesterday. It is unshakable in her story. Her name is Courtney, and her encounter took place during the winter of 1993-1994. That was a That beat my
1: dog. (laughs) They're so
0: loud. They got a bone, and they're gonna bang it across the table.
1: Hey! We're trying to tell tales of spooky stuff.
0: Get out of here, mutts. No, you guys aren't mutts. You guys are like $5,000 each.
1: (laughs) One of them. (laughs) That's a story for another time.
0: A.K.A. Jory got duped on Facebook Marketplace. Courtney was a teenager at the time and was sneaking cigarettes behind her parents' home near Todd Lake in northeast of Reed City. The sun was setting on a clear, cold winter day. Courtney was facing a large, abandoned barn on the property next door. The barn had always kind of spooked me. It was filled with rusty old equipment. The outer planks were all rotten and it sagged and leaned in every direction. My dad said to stay away as the whole thing could collapse. On that evening, I was standing about 50 feet from the barn and saw sunlight coming through the gaps in the siding. Courtney said she took her eyes off the barn for a few minutes, then something caught her attention again. There was some movement, the light flickered, but I couldn't really tell what it was. Then it turned its head and looked straight at me. It was at least six feet tall, if not more. It was dark-colored and had a dog-like appearance, pointy nose, and really big pointy ears. Courtney says she's dashed into her house to grab a flashlight, and when she returned outside, she shined it towards the barn, but the animal was no longer there. She walked closer to the barn to look for tracks in the heavy snow. When she didn't see any, she realized the creature might still be inside, and ran back to the safety of the house. She never saw the creature again. She later spoke to a neighbor who had seen something, quote, the size of a buffalo, but the shape of a dog, end quote.
1: Okay, hold on. I have to stop you there. What? <laughs> this one says the shape of a buffalo. But-
0: no, the size of okay, a buffalo. the buffalo. Si-
1: okay, sorry. In my head. Size of the buffalo. The
0: size of a buffalo.
1: But it's also been referred to, but to the be shape, shape of, of a dog. C- well, where did the cow part come in? There was a part you read earlier about.
0: Earlier in the story, they. Okay, so buffalo? Yeah. (laughs) Buffalo are native to our continent. Yeah, I know. Right? North America. So in France, they don't have buffalo. Okay. So they compared it to the size of a cow because that's the closest thing they fucking had to. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so this person said they've obviously seen a buffalo at some point in their life, and they're like, holy fuck, that that dog is the size of a buffalo. What the hell's going on? You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so... Okay, so it was a
0: dog. So what do you think they
1: would compare it to in China?
0: China? Probably some big-ass cow. (laughs) Cows are everywhere, right? (laughs) I don't... But buffalo are kind of native to this side of the world, so...
1: I don't remember the last time I was driving down I-90 and saw a buffalo. Well,
0: that's because we fucking killed them all way back when, so you can only see them at reservations and zoos and stuff now which is really sad this is america Uh, uh, the size of a buffalo but the shape of a dog in the same barn a few months before courtney's encounter the neighbor said she had been so frightened she was near hysterics for days her father had taken his gun and searched the barn but found nothing there At the time of these events, neither of the girls had heard of the song, The Legend, done earlier by Steve Cook, and did not know about the Michigan Dogman legend until years later.
1: I'm also seeing a trend. Why is it just like, now that we've crossed over here into the States, why is it in Michigan? Like, I...
0: Well, um, I'm just focusing on things that have happened in Michigan, but there have been reports, reported sightings of a creature like this all throughout the Midwest. So, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, Iowa—was
1: it Manistee Park one of the
0: Manistee National Forest, Forest in in Michigan? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's in Michigan.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a reason why I didn't pass geography. <laughs>
0: Uh, don't you, like, go up there, like, all uh, the time? Isn't that where your guys' like, that was campsite the first, is? No,
1: it's the first place Josh took me riding. Oh, okay. And it was, like, I don't know, we were talking one time, and I was like, oh, shit, I was literally just there.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: riding all through that.
0: Yeah, because we've actually done this up. I've done this episode three times.
1: <laughs> We're not very confident in ourselves.
0: <laughs> so I, I've this this will be the third time that I've actually read the same these same fucking notes. So, uh, okay. So speaking of uh, werewolves, the werewolf creature, the
1: main topic of, of this episode
0: of Middle America. Okay. Okay. Um. So Linda Godfrey is an author who covers subjects in the paranormal realm. Uh, She's a famous author. She's been published numerous times. Um, She's uh, considered a expert. Okay. Okay. And so on her website, lindagodfrey.com. And I want to read this one because this one is close to home. Okay.
1: Like really close to home?
0: Like really close to home. I don't believe you. So as soon as I fucking open this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I get struggling tonight. All or right. is that the... Well, I had two of the whiskey. Did you have one?
0: Um, I had one.
1: Oh, okay. Would you like another? Yeah, sure. Okay.
0: Because I don't feel that shot at all. I feel normal. I still feel like I kind of have like the... I mean I'm still chill we'll have to
1: look at the alcohol content but, but
0: you said it was a shot right yeah like it should be I like, mean it should be fucked up like it or at least I
1: like mean it. that's not really a size of a shot though if you think if we pour that into a shot glass but isn't
0: it like infused though with the chocolate somehow no but it's don't like, you lose like alcohol when you cook it
1: well yeah so but like that's you. why this looks like a blister pack and the right. liquid is in it hmm. I feel like we need to take a picture and post this on <laughs> so people know what we're talking about <laughs> And then we just got like 3,000 followers just based off that audio clip
0: So When you get to a certain point When you're biting into it It's like you hit that wall bro And then the fucking Whiskey just kind of like pours out Of the chocolate into your mouth Yeah it's pretty delightful Yeah honestly it is At
1: first you're like whoa this is gonna be This is gonna be bad and you're like oh and there's Mm. the chocolate infused
0: Yeah and you're like hmm this is pretty good
1: yeah, like I think I actually prefer that over an actual shot. Of- actually, this is probably the only way I can ever have whiskey because um, whiskey makes me into an asshole. Really? Oh yeah. I learned that one real quick.
0: Hmm. Wasn't that like your thing though for a minute? Like, um,
1: no, whiskey makes me literally want to fight everybody coke. and just start shit.
0: A bourbon and coke with vanilla wasn't that your drink?
1: Yeah. But that's like mixed with pop.
0: Alright, so this is called this is on lindagodfrey.com and this was posted March 18th, 2018. What's up?
1: Nothing. I was just going to say just straight whiskey. Like if I was just (laughs) hitting the bottle.
0: Grab that honey. Take a shot. No. I want to see asshole jewelry.
1: No, we do not want to see asshole jewelry.
0: So on March 18th, 2018 this was posted on lindagodfrey.com and it's called the Cass County Croucher Creature.
1: Cass County Croucher. Celeste, We're in Cass County.
0: Can I read that? Again? Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: It's going to tell you. Okay. Right. Celeste, sorry, I'm excited. Celeste Brady belongs to a small group of people in the world of cryptid witnesses. Those who have seen an unknown canine and then years later had a second encounter with a canine a creature. Canine creature. Celeste experiences occurred near Dwajack.
1: Oh, Niles area. Okay. Yes, in
0: Cass County, Michigan, so not that far. Near the state's southern border with Indiana, where we are, Celeste recently sent me a story with her second encounter, so I'll lead with it here. Still discussing the first. And we'll continue to add later posts from the two other... Okay, I'm just going to cut this up. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Cass County in Michigan's far southwest corner may seem like an unlikely spot for a large creature sighting. Creature sighting, but Dawgak is a small town surrounded by rivers and small lakes, with a Native American burial ground just five miles or so to the southwest. So let's describe the landscape near her sightings as quote <coughs> not that <coughs> quote very rural Excuse you. very vacant. The town's name, Dawajak, is from a Potawatomi phrase meaning foraging ground, an indication of plentiful food sources. It was 2008. Most of the leaves were gone from the property. I came home late at night, and when I pulled into the driveway up towards the garage, I had to make a sharp turn. It was then that I saw it. Why are you <laughs> breathing so hard <laughs> the I was microphone?
1: trying to give a dramatic effect. Oh my god! Maybe gosh. how
0: she would have been breathing. I had a low spot in back with water in it. A steep hill going into the other side. It was on the ridge across the low spot. Two glowing yellow eyes. I stopped with the lights on it.
1: Yeah, I should try reading (laughs) reading it.
0: The figure was hard to make out. It was the eyes that freaked me out. They were low, and then they went high, very high, and then back down like the creature was crouching, then standing up. It didn't run, it just kept moving up and down. I watched it for about 10 minutes and then got scared. I don't think so. <laughs> I would have been scared within like uh, the first 30 seconds and I would have been gone. Where'd you get this from? So this is on Linda Godfrey's website. Oh, okay. Submitted by the Celeste Brady in March of 2018 is when this was posted.
1: 2018?
0: March of 2018, yeah.
1: Wasn't it like... That was like when our friendship like first started evolving.
0: Mm-hmm. Shortly. Yeah. So this story, though, takes place... 10 years earlier in 2008. Oh,
1: 2008, not 2018.
0: But it was posted in 2018.
1: Okay, so when it was posted was when the origins of our friendship started. Yeah. I didn't know you in 2008.
0: So, 10 minutes. She watched this thing for 10 minutes, then got scared. I pulled into the garage, pulled the door down, and made sure it was all locked. I just want
1: to know what goes through people's heads. I feel like that's how my boyfriend is, Josh. That'd be Josh. Like, there's some sketchy shit going. 10 minutes, he's like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Closes the garage door. Maybe a little bit of panic. I'm okay. <laughs>
0: Alright. <clears throat> Road pipe. <clears throat> Why is this so hard for me right now? <laughs> okay. She pulled in the garage, pulled the door down, made sure everything was locked, and then she put her beautiful secluded home up for sale that summer and moved Random, but okay. <laughs> the location was surrounded by woods, fields, and swamps.
1: You think that moment <clears throat> made like the market value of her house go up or down
0: i don't think she told anybody about it so nobody would know
1: so my mom's a real a realtor and uh one thing that really bugs her is she's not allowed to disclose if anybody's died in the house
0: why is that?
1: i don't know because i would want to fucking know probably because people wouldn't buy houses <clears throat> but i mean like if somebody like just had a heart attack or something like i'd right. still buy the house now if like somebody like murder their whole entire family, then no.
0: We would have to have a discussion about it.
1: I mean, I'd probably ask my realtor if she had a, you know, Ouija board and if she's done any pre-seances to see if they're okay with us moving into the (laughs) house, but that'd be a hard no for me.
0: Good God. Alright, so that was her second encounter. She had another one in 2001.
1: Okay. The year my sister was born.
0: So, um... Celeste told Linda in a following interview that for Linda, years. listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. For years prior to the sightings, she would periodically hear a screaming noise that sounded like a hysterical baby.
1: No. Mm-mm. No. And. No, absolutely. That's where I draw the line. Like, even in, like, watching horror movies, the moment that that creepy, fucking old-ass, like, stroller thing starts rolling out and there's a baby crying, <clears throat> no. Yeah. No. Absolutely fucking nuts.
0: So, uh, Calfs County is also the site of a well known cluster of Bigfoot sightings in. 1964, not far north of Dwajak. Oh, I
1: was wondering when Mr. Foot was going to be dragged into this.
0: Maybe if I stand up, it'll be better.
1: Like, so it like ventilates you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the chocolate is just like hanging out in the back of my throat, and it's like making me like kind of choke on it a little bit. Anyway.
1: Jesus, and you're gonna start knocking shit over? Dude, this is
0: crazy. Oh my god. (laughs) Alright, so, well-known Bigfoot, a cluster of Bigfoot sightings.
1: Bigfoot, it's so weird. That you brought Bigfoot up because I was just watching a goofy movie earlier, which has Bigfoot in it.
0: I forgot that that was your fucking favorite movie. It
1: is my fucking favorite movie. Oh, my God. Power line all day, every day.
0: So, ah, fucking 2001, <laughs> Jory. 2001, the first time. Cass County, Dwajak, not that far from us. I'm trying to get this fucking, so we can close, All right, All right. So, 2001, and this uh, experience was shared by a stepdaughter as well who was there. It was autumn of 2001. All the leaves were gone. My stepdaughter and I were looking out the French doors and see a creature. French doors or front doors. Front French doors.
1: Like the double doors? Yeah. Okay.
0: <clears throat> to see a creature black in color like a big bear with haunches and the head of a wolf. It okay, was, it, hold on. It, wh- I'm sorry. What?
1: We got we got cows, <laughs> we got buffalo.
0: They're descriptors, man.
1: <laughs> and now we're bringing bears into the mix. They're descriptors, Frank. I got a right? whole goddamn zoo going on. Uh,
0: <clears throat> walking up the hill behind my house, it was on all fours and walked like a panther, stalking. Panther. I had okay. never seen anything like it in my life. The only word that describes what I saw is it was a werewolf. Da-da-dun. That's it.
1: Um, also, guys, if you'd like to turn part of this podcast episode into a drinking game, just just drink every time you hear a new animal mentioned because you said pants.
0: So those are just some stories that I have of the Michigan Dogman that I wanted to share with you, Jory. Um, it is a creature that has and continues to be documented and cited. Um, and of course, I'm just speaking about werewolves in general. There seems to be, a, the Midwest kind of seems to be a hotbed for like weird dogmen Anything, sightings. Anything
1: furry, Bigfoot?
0: Anything furry and big, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. What would you do if you saw a werewolf?
0: <clears throat> what would I do? Yeah. I, I would probably be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't think I can outrun is anybody. <laughs> <laughs> in my current state, uh, yeah, no, I'm probably going to be the you one. Think you think you could
1: take him out with your leg, though? No, okay.
0: I don't think so. Okay, the leg only weighs like 15 pounds. Oh, okay, so even then, like if I fucking take it off, I might lose my balance at this point. Oh, Okay, depending on how fucked up I am. Because obviously we'll be in a camping situation When I would run into a werewolf Oh,
1: okay So okay, there definitely so, be some day drinking going and on And when
0: I camp, I fucking party Oh, okay right? Okay Okay <laughs> Big Mike stays fucked up in a camp trip, I'll tell you oh,
1: that Okay So you're not like me who just, you know Talks too much, gets yelled at, that not enjoy nature enough
0: Oh no, bro I'm, I'm bo- enjoying nature, man a, I am one with nature I'm a schmoes trip.
1: maker, board gamer While mm-hmm. camping
0: Honestly, Jory, we need to go camping.
1: I don't know if I want to, because we get attacked by something. We're gonna.
0: <laughs> uh, we're not going to get attacked by... Well, <laughs> well, I don't know, because if we do go to that thing, the Bigfoot thing, at the end of the year, in <laughs> September there, or whatever... I feel like
1: we're going to go, and it's going to be great, and we'll probably have stuff to bring back, but for anybody who knows me, I'm just chaos, and I'll probably find a way to not get invited back again. So
0: We are trying to do that. They do, like, a get-together, the BFRO of uh indiana or whatever they do like a camping trip in september and they try to go out and find bigfoot in this Mm -hmm. park
1: i think the most fascinating And i just kind of
0: wanted to go there with this whole setup and just like find people and talk to them about their experiences you know the most they have
1: so after we talked to that guy
0: the most we've talked to him twice yeah and i tried getting him back on a third time this year but that fell through because the whole courting again thing. Once again,
1: we're chaos, and that is a different story as to why there's a third time.
0: Jory, we were chaos. Now, we are trying not to be contained. Contained. Contained contained destruction.
1: What do they call it? Uh, An Obscurus in Harry Potter? (laughs) (laughs) So. Anyway, the most interesting thing that I took, what was his name? Leroy?
0: Leroy Nail.
1: The most interesting thing that I got out of that conversation was when he got on the topic about, uh, we asked him, you know, what's, what's a prominent thing that, you know, you're on the trail of a Bigfoot. And they said, well, they see a lot of trees that have obviously been ripped from their roots and they're just in random spots in the forest. Right. Like, that's crazy. Cause I never thought of that. All right, Mike, how do well, you want to close this out? I'm trying what to- is with you and the bodily noises I tonight?
0: I don't know. I'm trying to pull up my, uh closing here it is right here people
1: <clears throat> well, don't tell me you read it
0: i'll cut it out oh, okay. okay uh well that's all we have for you this week on the michigan dogman case uh jory tell people where they can find us online
1: you can find us at our website at strangeheartland.com as well as our twitter instagram and facebook at strange heart pod
0: we'd appreciate it if you drop a review and rating on itunes and spotify as it helps the podcast grow
1: Special thanks to Cairo Chamber and White Bat Audio for music. Cairo Chamber and Gambler Z for... Cryo. Cryo. Fuck. Who the fuck is this? Cryo Chamber.
0: What kind of name is that? Cryo. Cryo. It's fucking common, dude. It's a thing. It's where you freeze yourself. Oh. Cryotherapy. Cryo Chamber. Okay. All right.
1: Special thanks to Cryo Chamber and White Bat Audio for music. Gambler Z for original graphic design.
0: And of course, special thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, this show wouldn't have been possible. Stay spooky, everyone, and good night. Good night. So yeah, I just wanted to turn on my microphone and document this. Jory is, this is kind of like ASMR. Jory's shoving a taco in her face hole and it's getting, oh, it's a burrito and it's getting literally everywhere. That's what's up.